Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. Separation doesn't mean segregation. A lot of times, many people see uh, that in this world when we talk about it, and we'll read some scriptures in just a moment when we talk about especially when we read those scriptures and and we look at them they only see the teaching on separation from the world and then because of that they immediately start segregating themselves well pastor what do you mean well when we define segregation it says this, and, and, and we, we define it for you, and you can see it. Segregation is the action or state of setting someone or something apart from other people or things or being set apart completely. So when you segregate yourself, you're no longer affiliating at all with a people or a thing. The Bible wants us to separate ourselves from the world, world's wrong or unrighteousness, but we can't separate ourselves or segregate ourselves, I should say, from the people in the world. We kind of highlighted this message like this. If we won't have anything to do with people in the world, how can we lead people to Christ? You can't. If you don't associate with anybody, if you don't spend time with with uh, uh, ministering to the unsaved person, how are you going to get them to know Jesus? How, how, if you don't ever allow folks to see the God in you, <laughs> how are they going to see Jesus working in you? There's a difference in separation from ungodliness and segregation from from people. And unsaved folks are going to be doing ungodly things. But when you and I as believers are operating in the power of God, when we know that we are the righteousness of Christ because he made us that way, and we're following the precepts and examples of the word, we're going to be okay. Well, Pastor, do you mean I need to go into all the bars and the and and the honky tonks and and all the bad places and 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 just and just just do what they do? No, I'm not saying that. Amen. <laughs> no, uh, unless God called you to, <laughs> to, for specific ministries in those area, you need to you need to be aware of where you're going <laughs> and be wise. But that doesn't mean that you can't minister to your uh, unsaved or, or alcoholic uncle or your or your drug addict uh, cousin or the matter of fact if you don't minister to him who will you have to be led by the Spirit of God walking by faith not by sight but also know that you're empowered with the empowerment of God well pastor give me some scripture on this we definitely need to have this because we need to understand there's a difference in separation from the world and segregating ourselves from the people of the world in 2nd Corinthians 6 verse starting at verse 14 and these are the scriptures that I referenced early or talking about when, when we read these now I'll, I'll comment about it again but let's go ahead and read this 2nd Corinthians chapter 6 starting at verse 14 says this 
Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And when you see that, righteousness is is right standing with, with God. But he's talking about believers or Christians. And when he says unrighteousness, he's talking about unbelievers or folks that aren't, aren't Christians. It goes on to say, And what communion with light hath light with darkness? When you see that word light, that's talking about believers. It's talking about Christians. When you see the word darkness, it's talking about unbelievers. In other words, when the word righteous is used, it's referencing believers. And when you see the word light, it's referencing believers too. When you see that word unrighteousness, that's talking about unbelievers. And when you see darkness, that's that word darkness is rep, is is representing unbelievers as well. So it's again that is clear. Be ye not first part of verse fourteen. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Okay, we got that. For what fellowship communion hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness verse 15 says this and what concord hath christ with belial the devil or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel verse 16 says and what agreement hath the temple of god with idols so it's vast contrasts here for ye are the temple of the living god with the church as god has said i will dwell in them and walk in them talking about the church talking about a believer and i will be their god and they shall be my people now we referenced earlier when we read this particular passage of scripture most people read it and they see the teaching on separation but then a lot of believers immediately start segregating themselves from anyone in the world that's not saved. And they think that's separation, but that's not. That's segregation. They feel they can't have anything to do with the world or anyone in the world. Again, if that's our mindset, then how are we going to do the Great Commission? That's not what this passage is saying that we should segregate ourselves from people <laughs> you know the thing is some Christians even segregate they go so far as to segregate themselves from other Christians that don't believe exactly the way they believe and they won't have anything to do with them but that is completely contrary to what the Bible says we need to know what the word says we should do separating from ungodliness is not separating and, and, and are segregating ourselves from ungodly people matter of fact living in this world you can't seg segregate yourself from ungodly things because you're going to encounter them you're going to, I mean, if you live this life, you're going to face them. You're going to have to deal with them. How do we deal with them? We deal with them in faith. We deal with them according to the world. Well, what does the Bible say we need to do then, Pastor? It's so important that we understand what the Bible says to do. The B-I-B-L-E, that's the thing for me. And Jesus said, and we see in Matthew 5, starting at verse 
13. This is what Jesus said. He said, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its savor, savor wherewith shall it be salted? Uh-oh. It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Notice verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. When light comes in, darkness is going to leave. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. So we see here, in order to be salt and light in the world, we must remain in the world. You can't season the world or be a avenue of blessing to the world if you segregate yourself from those people that are that aren't doing right that that are being worldly they're they're being what what their father the devil uh, has has instructed them to do and most of them are good at it because we know that because at one time before we were born again we were influenced by them and we were following him so you should remember and have some understanding that does not mean that we segregate ourselves from those people we to be salt to be a light for them we have to come in contact with them we got to remain in the world and do our job that the lord tells us to do be a godly example you know my father in ministry uh, dr kenneth e hagan uh, he went home to be with the Lord in 2003, but I, I still listen to his teaching. I still feed off his word, read his books, and I encourage you, if you are not familiar with the ministry of, of uh, Dr. Hagen or Kenneth E. Hagen or Rama Bible uh, Training College, you need to become familiar with that, that because it will bless you. But uh, he said this he, one time. He said a gentleman came up to him one time and said, Brother Hagen, I'm a Christian, and I'm the only Christian on my job, in my workplace. I'm the only one there. I want you to pray that God will move me out, out of that place into a new job. Brother Hagen said he told him, he looked at him cool in the eye and said, Brother, no, I won't do that. The place where you work at if you weren't there if you're the only christian there would it 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 would have no light if you weren't there that place would really be corrupt without your influence he told him so he told him you stay right there you stay strong you're the salt of the earth you stay right in there and season it we are in the world but we are not of the world we live in this world this is the place to where we live but we're not and we don't have to participate and do ungodly things matter of fact if we are the salt if we are the light we ought to demonstrate a significant difference and how the world lives. If we're walking by faith and not just sight, if we're walking according to what God's word tells us to do, if we're walking in the empowerment of the grace and the mercies of God and the power of God, the anointing is abiding in us, 
to speak to situations, to be a godly example, and to cause change supernaturally in the life of the unsaved world so that they can see that, so that they can see there is a difference, that when God is working in you, there's empowerments that you have, and he's the only one that can give you that. As believers, we've got to know God does not want us to segregate ourselves from people that need to see God. We separate ourselves from ungodliness, but we don't segregate ourselves from people that need to have the influence of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Again, we are in the world but we are not of the world. This is not our home. We shouldn't get so comfortable in all the things that are going on. And I know with all the pandemic and everything bad that's going on in this world, it's hard for anyone to be comfortable. But that's the way, what sin does. That, that's what corruption does. But for you and I that are believers, we can walk by faith. That means we're going to walk in the peace of God. We're going to walk in the love of God. And we're going to walk in the empowerment of God. Brother Henry, are you saying, Brother Hagin was telling that young man it was going to be real easy on his job because he was the salt and he was the light? Uh, no, that's not what he meant. He was telling him that he was well able to withstand whatever it was that the enemy would come against him through those people, that God would empower him to not only exist in that situation, but to flourish and to be a godly example. You and I can be godly examples to everyone that we encounter if we walk according to the word. Don't think you have to segregate yourself from everything that's bad. One thing, that's impossible because this world system is bad. But know that with the grace, with the power, walking in the faith of God, and using your faith that you can overcome in every situation. The Bible says you're the head and not the tails. It says you're more than a conqueror, you're an overcomer. It says the greater one lives on the inside of you. And because God lives on the inside of you, there is nothing that you can't accomplish. God has given you his ability. His name, the anointing, the rhema, the spoken, Christos, anointed word abiding living actively in you and when you speak the word in power and you have corresponding actions you're going to demonstrate godliness holiness righteousness and peace and the world or people that don't know god are going to want that because everybody wants real peace there's not any real peace in the world there's not any real happiness in the world there's corruption out there and when we have the truth and the Bible says the truth has set or made us free. We're going to walk in God's anointed grace and mercy and his empowerment, his abilities. So we need to notice, again, believers are called believers. Believers are the righteousness of God in right relationship. Unbelievers are referred to as unrighteousness. Believers are called light, so we ought to be the light. Believers are, are called uh, the salt, we ought to be seasoning. 
unbelievers don't have that. God has given us the ability to be doers of the word and not just hearers only. He cares about you. He cares about your situation. And he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. He would stick closer to us than a brother. God's with you right now. Pastor, is God with me all the time? Hey, he's with you all the time. My question, are you with him all the time that you can be? What do you mean by that? Are you being led by the Spirit of God? Are you following what he tells you to do? When we do that, the Bible says that's an indication that we're sons of God, heirs according to the promise. That's good news. That's all we got to give you is good news. So matter, no matter what's going on in your situation, the good news is that you're the righteousness of God, that you're the light, that you're the salt, and that you can have the empowerment to do and overcome the unsaved world. So don't segregate yourself. Just separate yourself from ungodliness and walk in the power of God. Let's pray. Because the first step to that is making Jesus the Lord of your life. And you haven't done that, that's the first step. Repeat after me right now. Father God, right now, I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you died for me. Lord, right now, I make you my Savior and I make you my Lord. Thank you, Lord, for paying the price. Thank you for redeeming that which was lost and that was me. I am saved. I am forgiven because you took the penalty and I don't have to anymore. I have life and life more abundantly. I'm saved. Amen.